0: Hi, this is Danielle Prada, the host of Sip in Soma, a podcast where I chat with inspirational people from South Orange and Maplewood, New Jersey, who are connecting, collaborating and contributing to our communities. Check out the podcast on the web at sipinsoma.com, on Instagram and on Facebook. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Hi, Sip and Soma fans, this is Danielle Parada, your host, and I'm very pleased to bring you lucky episode number 13. I'm so excited that I have really turned this dream of mine into a reality, and it's just getting better and better every day, every week, and I just want to thank all of you for your support. I dropped actually, I really do have 14 episodes because I dropped an episode this week that was a very personal episode with my hashtag Me Too story and I hope that some of you got a chance to listen to it if it wasn't too challenging for you to do so. Um, and I just have to say I've received nothing but beautiful kind messages and support doing that and I know that one of the things I've really done a lot this week is reach out to people reach out I reached out to an organization today that helps survivors and I just feel it's part of my purpose in life to let people know that yes you can survive but you can also thrive after. And also that it can still be a challenge because unexpectedly I had emotion about, you know, the podcast and putting my story out there that I didn't anticipate. So I've been taking care of myself and leaning into my friends and family and family who have their arms open wide to give me lots of hugs and support and love. And I just really appreciate that. And I appreciate you um, for listening and for caring for me through this time because it's, it's a lot. Um, and I'm someone who feels like I I'm so strong and so, quote unquote, over it. But nonetheless, I was kind of blindsided by my own emotions that came up. And meditating and leaning into friends and helping other people this week has been great self-care and sleep cannot be underestimated. So if you are struggling, you know, I hope that you're able to reach out to someone and some people have reached out to me and please, I I, I mean that, I welcome that. So please feel free to message me uh, because we're only stronger if we're also willing um not willing, able, I guess, to hold each other up in our times of need. So, um, that said, I'm excited again to bring you my 13th interview episode and today I am so delighted to share my interview or really it was just a beautiful conversation with Peggy Excel of Lotus petals floral design. And Peggy had a shop on Baker Street down in Maplewood Village for many, many years and moved recently to Springfield Avenue and we had just a an eye-opening really honest conversation about our town and how people perceive different parts of our town. And we also just discussed the joys and the work that comes along with being an entrepreneur. And it was just a fascinating conversation. I wanted to let you know that there's a little bit of a hubbub that happens in the middle that I decided not to edit out because I feel like it really gives you some insight into Peggy Peggy's business and her life in that business and also into, you know, just the, just what it's like to be an entrepreneur from both of our perspectives. So I leave you now to enjoy that conversation and I'll be back afterwards to share a couple of events that I'm really excited about that are coming up next week over the weekend and you know there's just so much happening in South Orange and Maplewood I can barely fit it all but um, enjoy the conversation and let me know what you think later here you go hi everyone this is Danielle Parada from Sipping Soma I'm so excited I'm going to wave to the camera cuz it's probably the last time I will look at you <laughs> cuz I'm going to be looking at Peggy so I'm again I'm again doing the podcast and the video so those of you who are listening onto the podcast I know why I'm talking to the audience here. <laughs> Imaginary audience, podcast audience, and then you guys. So check us out on, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast for sure, if you want to hear this again or if that's where you want to hear it. And, you know, check me out on Facebook and all those good things. So I'm here with Peggy, who is from Lotus Petals, and we're in her shop. It's gorgeous and glorious. But because we're here, the phone will ring. It and will. so that's okay. We were just talking about how nothing has to be perfect and beautiful and i'm accepting that so the phone ringing will be our little music background (laughs) background music that's what it'll be be Ambiance. look at us reframing it so we're talking about peggy's recent move from downtown maplewood to here which is something that not a lot of people do so i want to talk all about your shop
1: how are you feeling and you know yeah the move that is you made a massive move it was yeah it was pretty huge and in all honesty it was not something that was something that i particularly wanted to do it was kind of forced upon me because i was in maplewood village for ten and a half years yeah at a location on baker street and um in those ten and a half years i had five landlords
0: wow The, the fifth
1: landlord decided that he thought the rents needed to be much more than they were in that building and huh. almost doubled my rent after ten and a half years. Wow. And I'm a single mother, I'm a sole proprietor, and I can't work as hard as I work to pay my landlord. Right. I need to feed my children, I need to do, you know, be able to do things with my family. Yeah. So I started looking at different spaces around the area. I looked up and down Springfield Avenue, I looked in the village, I looked in a lot of different places and ultimately settled on this location, which I think is in a good spot on the avenue. It's um, kind of smack dab in the middle of two different areas, and it's right near where there's a whole lot of development going on down in the eastern part of the avenue. There's a lot of um, new apartments and condos being built, and there's a lot of people moving over here that are coming from Jersey City, from from, um, Hoboken, from the city, and they're moving to this part of Maplewood, and it's really been a good experience.
0: Let me tell you, I think it's, like, now that you just said that, I mean, I think this is, like, the New Jersey City.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like I got in on
0: the ground floor. Yeah, because it, if you think about this whole avenue, I know people have been making all these, we don't need more apartments, we don't need more apartments, but you know what? It, our town is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's It's got so much to offer. We're really working hard on fixing the challenges that we have in here in the, this town, from our school district to our government we we welcome refugees. I mean like just the things that we do politically and spiritually and communal wise mm-hmm. is hands down why I live here. And if we want to change it so that more young people are more of the leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Are coming in in their 20s and able to buy apartments here and then able to also get more involved in the kinds of things that we're working on, the strategies we are working on. Absolutely. Like, it's just growing. It's like, you know, 60 years from now, one of those people could be the mayor or it could be a senator or it could be our president. Absolutely. You know, I feel like it's really interesting when you shift your perspective. So I just have to say, I didn't know that because every time I've talked to you about moving here, you have always made it sound like the most beautiful and amazing thing. And that shows, like, you're living in the present moment and accepting it versus, focusing on the rent doubling. That was not a story that I oh, ever... It was, it
1: was a big yeah. struggle for several months trying to figure out what am I gonna do? Um, am I gonna move? Um, and I wound up having to pay the ransom for a few months t- until I figured it out. But it, it all worked out for the best. And everybody that... The good thing is, is that I've been, I'm have been i a well-established business. I've been around yes. for a long time. I've got a yes. very strong client yes. base. A very loyal client base. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, <laughs> that. When I told them that I was um, contemplating moving, I actually did a, a, sur- a yeah, a poll on Facebook asking clients, "Would you be willing to follow me to Springfield Avenue?" No, I have to see you in the village. It's the most convenient. And overwhelmingly, the answer was, "I don't care where you are. I'll, uh. I'll come there." And in fact, after once I made the decision and I told them where I was going, they said, "Oh God." I'm so happy that you're going to be on Springfield Avenue because I avoid the Village <laughs> at all costs because it's too frustrating. I can't find a parking space and I don't go there. And as people are coming over here and seeing the new space, he said, "Oh my God, I like this so much better because there's there's windows on the side." My old building was a lovely old building with lots and lots of character. And there's the, the when you say character in real estate, yes, there's there's. I'd had great tin ceilings and a, and a basket weave tile floor with complete with cracks and flaws right, and it was right, lovely. But right. it was very dark because it was an old building and I was in with other things on either side of me. And it was just a plate glass window in the front. Here I've got natural yes. light coming in from the side. I'm all by myself, which is kind of a, a nice thing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, tra- you're very traditional florist
0: now. Okay, guys, stay with me here. Every, I'm just going back to every florist I ever saw in Brooklyn. Uh-huh and every florist i've ever seen in the movies or on tv they're all corner stores right because you want that whole side so you can display your flo- your flowers sure. have all the sunlight cuz mm-hmm. most of them are getting that sun and have the windows for your plants to survive and thrive Absolutely. right so like you wound up in like the quintessential <laughs> sort of cool florist like the one that the one to be The only old school thing that's missing is i'm living upstairs <laughs> Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, I really actually heard that down in South Orange Village. Rumor, I'm going to, like, totally put at Sheena column here. Be like, Sheena, can you answer this question? I heard this rumor that they're doing loft-style apartments slash business spaces, that they're building them in South Orange, or that they want to find a company who will build those. Right. Where people have, like, their studio up front. And their selling area up front, and their residents in the back. Oh, interesting! And I'm like, oh, I would do that. It's <laughs> a great
1: concept. That <laughs> as, is as very a, traditional, yeah.
0: Yes, like, but how cool would it be? Because what I love right now, I have a basement office, and I love that is so dedicated to me and my creativity and my spirit and all of that. But I have the ability, like, really mentally, like, I sometimes I sleep in my basement. So, um, like to put my table away and I just feel like, oh, now it's, now it's just my energy. Right. Right. <laughs> like my business is over there, but that's the closed table. And so like, you put your blinders on yeah, and you shut it down Yeah. So I've, Danny again. Yeah. You know, but it's so, work be. yeah. Like I'm just taking, ch- you know, I'm, it's all me. It's very all me. Like, I mean, work doesn't feel like work. Yeah. This is, this is work guys. You just got to start paying me. Okay. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Let's figure out how to do that. <laughs> sure, we can figure it out. We're a very warm community. I'm Absolutely. sure somebody's gonna tell me how I can get paid. I guarantee. But um, yeah, this is my this is my work. That's you know? Awesome. Yeah,
1: and because <laughs> you're you're such a warm, brilliant person, and to to be able to do what you you know what you naturally do, yeah. and have that be your job is really cool
0: it's awesome yeah. and I just want to connect with people like you so and, and to get everybody else to know that you're here so you're on Springfield Avenue so how has it been like transition wise in terms of do you feel what's the level of success and happiness you feel about in success I don't look at monetary right I look at you know do you feel joy peace connection like and then yeah how is business doing
1: I feel that I've now that I'm I moved in here, the, and I started moving things over probably the end of March, beginning of April. Started okay. doing you know, painting, taking out some things that needed to be done, arranging to get a new cooler, that kind of thing. Um, and I finally closed the doors in, on Baker Street, um, the Memorial Day weekend, and opened up here the day after Memorial Day. So you did that in 60
0: days, you moved?
1: Oh, it was a much longer process than that. I got right, right, I got right. the notice like yeah. the end of January or middle of January yeah. from my old landlord. But um, yes, and the month of June is a very busy month in yeah. the floral industry. It's, you know, especially for around here because Columbia High School has their prom in June. They have graduations in June. There are weddings in June. It's a busy month. Yeah. So I decided that um, I kind of I made things functional yeah. for when I did my soft open just so that I could make sure that I knew where things were and actually be able to function as a business, but it was I couldn't do like a grand opening. That's why I'm having my um, my ribbon cutting next this Saturday because it was just too busy to yeah. do it in June. And then in the summertime, everybody right. goes away, and I want everybody to come down and see the new right. shop. I want. So I figured I would wait until after late right. after Labor Day. It shouldn't so, be like a wedding where right. like you have this big event and then right. you can't enjoy it because it's in the middle of all these other things. Right. Yeah, have it when you. So I it. used the summer to kind of. Settle in and get the shop pretty much where I want it to be. You know, there's a few things that I still want to be able to tweak, but I've i kind of settled into the space and it now feels it feels like home now. Aww. You know, I come in and it, this is this is my space. This is my sacred space. And so from that perspective, I'm happy. I've got I have sunlight coming in. It and, and that makes so much difference. I can't even tell you how much difference it makes just to have these windows. And everybody that comes in says, you know, like I said, they. They like this space better. And their first perception yeah. is that it's bigger than my old space. Yeah. And technically, square footage wise, it's about the same size as my old space was. Right. But it is more open here. And there's, you know, I decided to have this open concept. My workstation is in the front so that people can pull up a stool if they want to wait for something and they can sit here and chat with me while um, I'm putting a piece together for them to take yeah. with them. And it's just, it's, I like it because it feels comfortable. Yeah. With, it feels comfortable with my clients coming in. So yeah, I'm happy. And people come in and say, it's really cool because I can park right in front. It's not hard finding a parking (laughs) space. I don't have to drive around the
0: block Right, I had to bring all my gear in and I was like, oh, I could just park literally
1: like in front of your window. Yeah, and even if you have to park a little bit of you know on the side yeah. street it's only a half a block it's not on the other side of town right. you don't have to deal with the angst of traffic in the village yeah. it's nice and, and people have been finding me over here more easily um, through Google than they were in the village because uh, when you Google you know florists near me I used to, people would do that over on Baker Street but it, it was probably you know once a week or once every two weeks or so here now it's at least a couple, three times a week because it's on a main drag. Wow. And there's not this circuitous route to get down to Baker Street in the village. What
0: an unexpected gift. It was. It was that was not something
1: that I anticipated. No,
0: that like increased business, like if it was happening once a week, now it's happening three times a week. Two, three times a week, yeah. yeah.
1: And what That's is the, cool. be- you know, you ask if I'm, if I'm happy here, then not, here's what's really been cool about being here, is I have people that are discovering that live in the neighborhood or drive by or whatever, Um, that in particular foot traffic people that are walking to the post office or just walking their dog or whatever that are stopping in that live in the neighborhood that said I just want you to know I'm so glad you're here we needed something warm and pretty on Springfield Avenue and I'm hoping that this is gonna start a trend and I hope that it does I think it's a great place to do business I would love to see other businesses follow suit because most people established businesses don't necessarily want to come to yeah. springfield avenue why i don't know because it's i really, had such it's
0: ideas nice. i can't i don't want to put peggy on the spot but i have a ton of ideas that i'm going to share with her after
1: the show <laughs> it, it would be great because the more established businesses that that come to this side of town and are anchor stores you know i was an anchor store on baker street yeah. it's not that people would necessarily be impulse buying and walking down baker street i would have people after years and years say oh I never knew this street was here. Yeah, that lived in Maplewood for a couple of years. and never discovered Baker Street, um, so that's kind of weird because Baker Street, unfortunately, is the red redheaded stepchild of Maplewood Village. I think.
0: I know why there, there's like an energetic thing where if it's that, not and, but on but Maplewood okay. Avenue. Okay, so just so you know, I have to have Peggy talk about this. Peggy and I connect like in so many ways, but one of the ways we connect is like you can't see it but I'll take pictures later so you can see. She has this big, beautiful bookcase full of oils, essential oils, and Buddha, and just beautiful spiritual materials. And I feel like Peggy's very well known for her flowers, but this is a great place. And coming in here, the energy is just astounding. But so thinking about all of that, just like, I feel like, You're energetically drawing people to you with the
1: warmth of the space. Absolutely, and as as people come in, I had a, a couple come in here on Saturday that just kind of were driving, of all places, to a crystal shop, and they were driving from Irvington, and they they were they. Their eyes were caught by my storefront, which, you know, the huge morning glories right now are just kind of, it's like Seymour getting ready to take over the shop. They caught their eye and they looked up and saw that I was open and pulled over across the street and just came in to check it out. And when they realized that I have crystals and I have oils and, you know, meditation CDs and things like that, they said, oh my God, this is kismet. I was meant to come in here today because I'm on this journey. Where I'm starting to explore the energy of crystals, and I'm starting to do crystal grids, and I'm starting to meditate and do all these things. And they sat in here for a half an hour just talking to me about different things because I'm also a Reiki practitioner, and they were talking about Reiki and and we'll we'll be back because they are discovering that.
0: Yeah because
1: to me, um, some people think, oh, I'm just you know you're just this big hippie. And you know, this is crazy stuff. But to me, all this that is that is in my store, which is my concept from when I opened the store, I wanted to be different from other florists, um, from a traditional mom yes. and pop FTD kind of a florist. Because to me, all these things are things that feed your soul. Yes. Um, flowers and plants, absolutely. Yes. The energy of nature feeds your soul, but so does meditation, so does aromatherapy, so do you know crystals feed your soul with the, with the energy that they can put off that can help you in different ways. Um, Meditation, singing bowls, it, it all, it all spe- feeds you spiritually. That is just kind of part of what makes you a whole person. I and, love that, and that's what's important to me. And you know, I
0: I think that this is lesser known about you. This is not people are like, oh, where can I go to a florist? Yeah, like lotus petals. But we don't walk around asking. So where can I go get a Tibetan singing bowl? Right. right. <laughs> or my friends really into aromatherapy. Where can I go get some oils? Right. And, and if we do think that. We don't think of our local shops for oils, for sure. They're like, oh, Whole Foods has a whole flu. Sure. No, no, no. Come
1: here. Shop local. Yeah, because... I mean, and I, Peggy has them. I purposely don't get things that are perfumey. Yeah. The, the oils that I have are therapeutic-grade oils, which are... There's different grades of essential oils, like there are different grades of olive oil.
0: Right, so right. So extra
1: virgin olive oil is the closest you can get to the olive, um, the first pressing. Therapeutic-grade is the first pressing of essential oils that doesn't have additives you know it's not diluted okay and it's the if you smell some of the oils it smells like like the lavender smells like the fresh lavender that's in my cooler (sighs) the lemongrass smells like lemongrass because it's that close to the herb because i don't like perfumey smells i don't like fragrance that are that, that have alcohol and things like that right. added to them that just yeah. they give me headaches yeah because it's not
0: well because you're smelling alcohol you the part of it is the aroma of alcohol even if we yeah. think it doesn't have aroma there's gas in absolutely there, right
1: absolutely yeah
0: no that's awesome I'm gonna totally check those out more because I'm very into therapeutic grade essential oils lately well, the one I, you're
1: smelling right now is called purifying oh it's I didn't not, need, but I don't smell you it you can smell cloves and you can smell
0: but your shot, oh yes, yeah. oh I just, I just really pulled it in. But you know, now, now I know I'm not breathing that deeply today. <laughs> you know it's how the you weather. Just, I breathe more shallowly sometimes. Sure. Um, so it's the weather. I'm taking some clothes and take a deep breath because I gotta do that every once in a while. Um, yeah. So no. So moving on. So like you offer all these great things, which I feel like I'm gonna say. Peggy sells beautiful plants and essential oils and everything you need spiritually. And she's got some books over here, too. You won't even get into those. They were, like, speaking to my soul as soon as I walked in. Um, but what else do you offer? So, like, you said some things that I just didn't think about. I forgot about corsages and things like that because you said the prom. And oh, sure. you said how busy this season. I always think wedding.
1: Oh, sure. Or, Weddings like... Weddings and...
0: Yeah. Absolutely. But what are some of the more... Like unusual reasons people get someone a plant or flower that people are like, oh, I never thought about getting someone a plant or flower for that reason. So here's my thing:
1: I All have right. a lot of dog walkers that come to me when one of their clients passes, which is very interesting oh,
0: and sad. But, but I, just, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, I was going to say the same thing that I have started bringing plants to funerals and wakes, and and I didn't know why. And now I'm like, oh, well. When a dog passes away, it's like almost like this is here's some life. Yeah, I know that you just lost life. Here's a little bit of life, and I wasn't thinking of it that way. I was thinking of it as just maybe a little bit more like helpful with like there's purpose, there's still, absolutely there's still and life continuity. And, yeah,
1: yeah I, of course I do funerals, I do weddings, I do yeah, bar- but funerals bar- bar- I bar- usually think of those big flower. They mentions. don't have to be though. Oh, okay. but if you've ever, if you've ever been to and and. A lot of people think, oh, in lieu of flowers, why would I get flowers for a funeral because they're just going to die and blah, blah, blah. If you've ever been to a wake um, where there are no flowers, it's very sterile. And a wake is already uncomfortable enough for the, the bereaved family, for the people that are attending yeah. to show their respect. Um, it's already uncomfortable and painful. Yeah. The, the great thing about flowers, plants, or whatever at that are at a funeral home is that it gives a different energy to the room first of all and if nothing else it's a distraction if you're if you're sitting if you're a bereaved family or a close friend and you're going to be spending some time there you know you've got some flowers here something to go look at and smell and it just it changes how your comfort level it changes the environment it's it's a nice thing
0: that's so i really like that because I never thought about the purpose of flowers in places, you know. Well, in, in the very old
1: times, bef- you know, yeah. decades ago before there were, centuries ago before there were, um. Coffins. Current, the, the current methods of dealing with the deceased, they they've served a very functional purpose, which was to add fragrance. Right, because you That's where it to- starts from, because people, here's a little fun fact, because I used to live in a, an, um a colonial farmhouse here in maplewood and it had big double doors and the reason that there that these old houses have big double doors and extra wide front doors that you can't find you know standard doors to fit anymore is because in the parlor the 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 living room downstairs that's where people would have um people family members that would pass so that they could come and you could get a casket out through the doors
0: and we didn't have funeral homes
1: no it was in a home. just had.
0: Homes. That's
1: how that's how funeral homes became a thing. Wow! But I had a point. There was a point.
0: No, so the fragrance. Oh, would, because the body is there and not. Yeah. Is the This <laughs> is it was such a macabre today. discussion to have. No, this but is that's so the origins of
1: it. No, I mean, I. That's think why people think of lilies as funeral flowers because they're very strongly scented.
0: <laughs> you learn something every day. <laughs> this is awesome. I don't think of this as like morbid. I think of it as just like uplifting to know something new and feel like oh so that's why people get the flowers and that makes sense yeah you know but that's never you're never like i was never taught that my parents were like you got to bring flowers because way back in the day (laughs) they used to bring flowers for all these reasons Yeah, and certainly in school we didn't study funeral practices based on you know not having what is that called phlebotomies or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not having yeah. a funeral Yeah. So yeah, that would have been an interesting, if I was still teaching fifth grade, <laughs> y'all know. Oh, they would have latched onto to that <laughs> like that. But that's the thing is this is what makes learning so exciting and right. sometimes what I feel is missing in school. Right. Like, yeah, we're going to talk about this war and these things and all of that, but we're also going to talk about what culturally did people do to bury right. people? And that could be both just it's just a very scientific it doesn't have to sure. be morbid it could just be like wow how did they do that and right what did they are do we the talk that we teach it? kids about
1: mummification what's right, the right
0: right I think it's because it feels so close to what we do today right. and people are so, make it so uncomfortable to talk about all those oh, things
1: oh yeah people are very I uncomfortable mean for sure. discussing oh, deaths yeah. with children They're just, and they shouldn't be yeah it's part of the cycle of life it's part of hiding it from children and trying to shelter them from it yeah I think it's a big mistake I think it's the emotion.
0: I think people have not been taught always how to deal well with their emotions. I may have their- to take this call because somebody is
1: apparently trying really hard to get a hold of me.
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to pause sorry. for the phone. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry about that. <laughs> Stop. She should not apologize. Because she knew, her phone rang and rang, and she just knew that somebody kept calling and just ran over to help this person. And we were just having the most interesting conversation about how people basically confess to Peggy <laughs> their whole, their story. Because when you write
1: these cards, that's, it's a being a wonderful florist. It is. Or they, or if they tell me, if you know, they just feel compelled to tell me the reason for um, why they're sending flowers, which it's completely, ir- to me, I, I don't care why you're right, sending the flowers. Right. But if you, if you feel comfortable enough telling me yeah. why this, and, and that's, I love that people do that because it may, it means that they feel comfortable with me as a person Aww. and they know that you know what I, what goes on here it stays here and Right. it's not like I go around telling people oh you, did you know what so and so did because no it's just it's really sweet it it's means that, it means that there's a connection yes. and I love that I connect with my customers
0: no I mean like it's so funny because I connect with credit card company people <laughs> all the time. Because I just went cool. when people pick up the phone. When you finally like, actually get a person. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, "Hi, how are you?" And they're all like, "What? This
1: is not in the script." <laughs> yeah. Do I do <laughs> I customer this? is not supposed to ask me how I am. <laughs> well, that just means that you're. That shows who you are as a person. You're just a good person that doesn't treat people like cookie cutters. You know, yeah. Like irrelevant. Yeah. And, no, there's no
0: disembodied person on the other yeah. end of my line. I'm picturing Jeff or Sue or Linda. and sure. like, what do they look like and what are they wearing? They're and people. Where are they sitting? And what's the color of the paint on the wall?
1: I, I really get in-depth people. I really do. No, but I think that's good. You know, the, the weird thing about having a business is you wouldn't believe the number I – I don't know if anybody else has gotten this on their cell phones because I get it <laughs> on my cell a lot – but the number of robocalls <laughs> that I get consistently. But – when i when I was in college, one of the things that I did was um, I worked phone banks as a fundraiser for the Alumni Association. And that gave me a whole new respect for telemarketers. Oh, yeah, because the number of people that were rude and would just hang up the phone, I mean, be vulgar on the phone. And so when I get an actual person, yeah, I'll hear them for a second, and then I'll say, "I'm really sorry, I have to interrupt you. I'm not interested in your product, but thank you and good luck. Yeah. Because they're doing a job. Yes. They're, they're not trying yes. to, to annoy you personally. They've right. got a... I'll b- say, I'm like one guy I was on the phone with. I was like,
0: you sound like a really nice guy. But I was like, you sound <laughs> just like, I know you're working really hard. However, I have been in the marketing industry and advertising industry for a very long time. Yeah. And I can tell you're doing a great job with the script, but I'm not interested. And right. you need to take your energy and go and use it for the next person who actually might buy what you're selling. Right.
1: That's fantastic! And I and some, love that.
0: And sometimes they like try to go back on script. I'm like, honey, pause. Listen to me. Pause. <laughs> I'm I'm not on script. <laughs> like yeah. you're on a script. I got it. Loosen up. Loosen up a bit. That's You so gotta cool. just take it in and like go
1: go sell to the next person. But I'm not your person. Um, I love that you do that because so many. I, I love that you do that. I love when people do that because again, it's connecting with yeah. people as a human being and yeah. not treating them like an irrelevant they're something. Robot, right? They're not a robot. They're not a robot. And they have feelings too, because I remember yeah. what it felt like to have somebody say, you <laughs> and hang up the phone and like, what? What? I'm what just, I did, I'm calling yeah. from your alma mater and I'm just <laughs>
0: trying to help. <laughs> and it's so interesting, it's that lens again about why are we getting called and putting it on us? And now I'm just like, oh, there's another person on the end on the other end who's trying to make like a tiny wage, probably not minimum. Right. Because they've convinced them that with with commissions you're gonna make all this money. Like, they can't spend all their time talking to me, but they need a little encouragement, right? I mean, they're doing this for their kids or for their mom or for whomever. Like, let's, you know, help them do it or figure out that maybe this is not for them and then hopefully help them move on. But, like, encouragement is great. Um, Yeah, so getting back to that topic of what are some other reasons. Yeah, there was one. Like I don't know, like five minutes ago. That's right. No, but like, why else do people buy flowers for people? Because so I'm always like, they're in the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, there,
1: there's a fair unquote. amount of those. There's a fair amount of those. And
0: that could be like me being in the doghouse with my best friend because I said something stupid. Sure, and it doesn't have to. Let's not gender it.
1: Well, if you're talking about just the the individual yeah. flower arrangements as opposed to you know the weddings, the mitzvahs, yeah, the, the funerals, the things that I other things that I do. Um, a lot of times, it's it's somebody who just got some unfortunate news, you know, for their health, and they want to just cheer them up. Um, or I'm just thinking of you. And I, when somebody comes in and buys flowers, and, and I said, "Do you need a card?" And do you, what? What's the occasion? I'll help you find a card. Oh, it's no for no reason. That's the best reason. Yeah. I used to. I have um, a sandwich board that I need to start using out here just to let people know that I'm coming in. But on Baker Street, I'd written. I think it was one of my employees' idea, actually. Um, bank some points, buy some flowers today. Because if you buy flowers for no reason <laughs> and somebody is completely surprised by it, you know, that, that goes in the, in the bank of good vibes oh, or that may gosh. make the next interaction that right. is not so pleasant a little bit more pleasant.
0: Yes. I, I Two things that come to mind. Um, I don't know. Was it Wayne Dyer or Stephen Covey? He talked about, like, putting... putting you know like money not money, but energy into the emotional bank account of the people that you're with sure and just and then I was listening to somebody else recently on um, Don't keep your day job. who was talking about always be giving you Should be giving Absolutely. and you not you know It might not come back to you from that same person, right? It might that energy that you give them if you're giving without expectation That's karma my friend. It's just like they're gonna pay it forward to someone else totally and just recognize when you get good energy back Yep and so it is from that person because it's all the energy is just shifted. Do you know around. anything about string theory? Um, no, but I know a guy who once
1: told <laughs> me about it. Uh, it's just, Por- Corey our, our energy is it. just, yeah. we're connected on, from this side onto the other side of the planet. Yeah. energy is energy. And every, you can't see it. You can't see microwaves, but, right, but it's there. Right. You can't see x-rays, but it's there. Yeah. And the energy that we put out is what makes us who we are. And it's all connected yeah. to all these different places. And... I may be connected to you at this moment but I've got I've also got energy that's going to other places yeah that is connecting with people that I can't even see yeah you know one of
0: my favorite um, scientists out there is
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson mm-hmm. I
0: like have a really big crush on him in fact Neil deGrasse Tyson I'm gonna tag you in this, <laughs> <laughs> because if I ever meet you I just want to give you a hug I'm gonna ask for permission because I'm not gonna touch anyone without permission but I just want to give him a hug he was interviewed by Larry King, I guess, a year or two ago, and talked about how we could literally be the manifestation of this kid sitting in his basement who's created this world, like, for his own entertainment. Right. He's like, there's, he, just the, just the point to say that there's so much out there we don't know. Right. And he talks a lot about energy and spirituality and education, <laughs> which is just, like, when he when he speaks, like I, I think the reason why he's so calm and just has this great demeanor is he's like, I just think about the people who are making decisions like to pull out of the Paris Accord mm-hmm. as just, wow, they must not have learned about their consequences of their actions. Right. And they must not have learned and understood science like what are we doing wrong in schools right. if kids if kids could ever, if anyone could ever say there's no such thing as climate change, He's like we've done something wrong in educating people and i was like that is such like a like lift the shame there's no shame in that right it is (laughs) you know we can do better we'll do better it's like there's action in there but there's no shame of people there's no like anger let's change it yeah he's just like i'm gonna use all my energy to go out there and educate and he's this scientist that is connecting with people in such a human level, like he believes about the energy and he he understands people being religious for spiritual purposes. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but there is a difference between looking at the Bible and saying that's cli- that climate change can't be happening because right. my Bible says it can't. And he's like, no, there's a difference between you know knowing science and knowing. Urine. Can they see Avatar?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one of my favorite movies. I, I just like turned my daughter on to it about a month and a half ago. She's like, isn't that the movie with the blue people? I said, yeah, but you're going to like it. And she's yes. like, oh, my God. This is fantastic. That's all. That's th- Those are not real people. She, I mean, the, she was very into the whole the, the development of it. And the right. CGI. And
0: right. I mean, that's the
1: thing. But the message. And the message at the end. She's like, there's a big moral that isn't there? She yeah.
0: Said, yeah. So I love the idea of buying flowers just or just a plant just because, sure. what, why else do people buy them? Because I feel like you have, a, you have a couple of services out there that people use, like a subscription service or something like that. Oh, I've, yeah,
1: people buy, I've got several people who come in um, that want flowers on, one of them gets in every two weeks, uh, several of them get them once a month, um, you know, just because they're, one guy in particular that I'm thinking of um, has this space between the for first and second floor. There's a landing in his house, he said. And it's just a dead space there's no room really to put any kind of furniture or paintings or anything but there's a big windowsill and i just need something there that is going to bring some life to that area and make it feel warm yeah and so he comes in and get he's got a, a container that i sold him that fits in the windowsill and he, put, he puts relatively inexpensive flowers that are just going to last a long time in there every two weeks just to spruce it up um, because he likes that energy.
0: That's so great. Yeah.
1: And feng shui. Oh, Like absolutely. if it's a dead
0: space on a corner turning. As long as he doesn't like, block
1: the window completely, right, absolutely. Right, because if you have just like
0: something dead in the window. Dried like, flowers are
1: not necessarily a good thing in a vase. Yeah. But if you have them like in, in the wreaths, it's a different kind of energy. Right. Yeah. But you have to be really careful about that because he's every time he goes to bed
0: and yeah. every time he's coming down to go out in the morning, that energy is there well there are
1: studies that um, two different studies that i that I know of one from Rutgers and one from Harvard that studied what happens in people's lives when you introduce plants or flowers to their lives. and one of the things that um, they found was if you have fresh flowers or a plant like it's the first thing that you see in the morning when you go down and sit at your kitchen table to have a cup of coffee or whatever your mood is shifted for the rest of the day Wow. Um, whether it's a plant, whether it's fresh, fresh flowers, it changes your energy level.
0: Wow. And
1: um, like when somebody calls me because they're sending flowers to someone in the hospital or somebody who's recovering from an illness or an injury, one of the things that I incorporate is from these studies It showed that yellow flowers in particular will help you heal faster and help um, shift the depression that can come with it Wow. They can come with a recovery from an illness, or it can help ease symptoms of depression. Believe it or not, yellow flowers, I, which I totally makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, just the, just, the sun. just what
0: yellow means mm-hmm. from the sun, the energy, and also what yellow means in feng shui. Right. Right. It's like that bringing together. It's right. And which is like could be bringing together your body systems or bringing together people. Right. So I will suggest have, that to
1: whoever's ordering the flowers. Can I please put some yellow in there because this will help them. And,
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that's such a great (laughs) idea. Thank you. That's awesome. Are there any other colors that you suggest to people based on why they're buying something?
1: It all depends on what the event is, what the what the reason for buying them is. Um, One thing that I do suggest regularly is I get a lot of calls from people who are sending flowers to someone who's recovering or just found got a diagnosis for breast cancer. And their first thing is they want to be supportive because of the breast cancer movement and the pink ribbons. They want to send pink. And the feedback that I've gotten consistently from clients who have dealt with that. Yeah. said, can you please tell them no more pink? I am over. I don't want to see pink again because they keep getting inundated with it as they're yeah. going through treatments as they're going through their diagnoses. Right, because here's a journal.
0: It's pink. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and exactly. people don't think like. But basically, you're saying in every time they see the color pink, you have cancer. You have cancer. You exactly. Have cancer, you have cancer. Exactly.
1: So I recommend something that's you know jewel tones, bright and colorful, or seasonal. You know, oranges and warm tones, um, or even something that's just monochromatic with with whites and greens because yeah. it's just it's more soothing.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's so great. Yeah. That's a really good tip. Um, so what do you have coming up? What are some events that you can share
1: with us? Well, I just happen to have one coming up this Saturday. Really? Yeah. Like I like I said, I didn't I didn't do Shocker. I had a soft open when I moved here. And yes, I promoted it, I marketed my new space, but I haven't really had an invitation to people to come in. So Saturday at twelve o'clock. Um, the mayor, the vice mayor, people from the town council, the uh, manager of the Springfield Avenue partnership are going to be here for my grand ribbon cutting. Vic DeLuca will be here with his big scissors. Yay! Um, and it's just gonna be a party. I've got, um, there's some local musicians that'll be playing from 12 to two. I've um, gone and I'll be getting treats from the wine barrel right down the street. Yes. Cause I'm all about cross promotion with, with yes. local businesses in the area. Um, Gigi's Cupcakes will have um, mini cupcakes from gigi's and i've got new plant inventory i've got all kinds of new you know new just products from the from the shop that are going to be available i've got i may be doing i'm not going to talk about it yet because um, <laughs> it so might still, be something special it's still a matey. Um but it's just it's going to be a way to welcome you know i have welcome the community to come in and and if they haven't had a chance to get down here yet it's a reason to come down here and just be here and. Be here as a community and yeah. embrace my new digs. I'm
0: so Because like, I've embraced my,
1: my new digs. Because this is still Maplewood. People have this weird mindset that Springfield, oh, it's Springfield Avenue. No, it's still Maplewood. It's where I live. I live right around the corner. Exactly. Like, toward Union. Exactly. And um, yeah,
0: so I think that that winds us back all the way to the beginning where you had said, you know, I said, whoa, moving from town to here. And even I, I shouldn't say it like that. Right? Like, as if it's such it's a big deal. Maplewood. You're moving your business into an, another section of Maplewood, exactly. and what's the big deal? I still,
1: I've we gotta, always, I've we gotta always make been. People
0: want to do it more, so it's less of a risk. Right. I'm still <laughs>
1: part of the community. I've always been, um, you know, if, if the local schools come to me looking, you know, wanting me to participate in fundraisers that they have, I've always put aside my, my contributions or whatever to support the local schools. When I, so when I get people coming from Springfield or Milburn, I said I'm sorry, but I really need to support the local schools first. My children are in this district. Um, this is part of the community where I live. And if there's anything left over, I, I will help support yours. But I, I first and foremost want to work, like I'm getting ready to do an ad for the community coalition. Um, and Abby Kotler, if you're listening, I will have it ready for you later this afternoon. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, the Community Coalition on Race is, is something that I think is fantastic. It's a great organization. I've done things with them for years. The, um, Perfect. The Maplewood, the Maplewoodian Awards. I, I've always contributed things, you know, for their um, honorees. I do things for that. Um, the duck races, you know, things like that. So it's, it's and it, that hasn't changed just because I'm on this side of Maplewood, <laughs> yeah. I'm still part of that community. Right. And I still want to support the community that I lived in for many years. I I moved from Maplewood when I got divorced, but I I barely, I still claim Maplewood. I don't claim Milburn, sorry. Um, the town that I live in, because I feel such deep roots to this community. Right. My daughter is still in the school district here because her father lives in South Orange. and. Um, it's just it's a great town, and there's you don't experience anything like this town anywhere else. I never have.
0: Yeah. When I first moved
1: to New Jersey, um, I lived in another area and discovered Mill or Maplewood about a year after I moved here. And I said, Why didn't the real, because I moved here from Atlanta when my son was six weeks old. Why didn't they show us this town? This is a great yeah. town, and it hadn't. That was 22 years ago, so it it wasn't what Maplewood has become in the last fifteen years. It right. wasn't quite there yet where local realtors were not saying, Oh, I think you're gonna love this town.
0: They right. showed you know they
1: showed us other towns that were really not the same vibe that that that, that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I lived in a neighboring community that was like, God, why am I here? Yeah. And I'm not gonna bash it, so No, <laughs> no,
0: and I mean I don't think it's about other communities should be Maplewood or like Maplewood. No, it's just, I this really is feel where like I'm drawn.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: This is the this is where I feel home. Absolutely, this is, and you know, and I think that, and it's funny because I have talked to some people about this, and I think what I love about this town, what I love about the energy in this town, is that we're really working hard. I really keep yeah. saying that, like we are trying so hard to be more community oriented, to be more loving, to be more kind. There's still work so, to do. There's a there's lot. There's still work to there do. There is a yeah. lot of work to do, but the but the thing is, it's is more that transparent I, here, though I think that's it. I and think it's I more think transparent. that's why people love it. Yeah. Because a lot of the people really want to do that work. Right. And it feels great to do it with other people who want to do it. Right. And I think something that's pushed some other people out is the feeling like I don't want to watch all these people do all this work because I've done work like that yeah. and I just need to, I just, I don't have the energy. Right. And other people saying, this is really uncomfortable to be doing this work. And there's so many people around me, I can't get away from it. And I'm not ready, or I'm not whatever. That's my feeling. And then there's all of us in here that stay and are here to do the work or to help other people do sure. it. You know, there's a there's just some beautiful energy in this town that I just. This is what this is a cho a, a choice for me, and I Absolutely. just feel like doing the podcast is really. There's a lot me of
1: very involved people yes. in this community, and I love that. Yes. Like yesterday, their um, soma action had the women's walkout at one o'clock yes. in Rickinson Square, which I wholeheartedly went down to because I feel so strongly yes. in this political climate about things like that. Right. And I love that our community does that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny
0: follow because Follow Soma
1: Action if you don't if you're
0: Yeah, follow Soma <laughs> Action for sure. And I, I um I missed that. <laughs> I missed that it was happening and I but I was so excited because I was like, wow, you know, I was doing I was doing some other work around that which you'll hear as a special episode on my podcast. Fantastic. But you're lucky number 13 for the Sip and Soma podcast. Guys, you can find Peggy at her shop at what? 1779 Springfield Avenue. 1779 Springfield Avenue. (laughs) And you can find
1: her online on Facebook. Um, I'm on Facebook, Lotus Petals Floral Design. I'm on Instagram, which is kind of a it started off being a hybrid of the shop and my personal thing. And it's turned more into a business thing. So it's Lotus dot underscore peg, letter X, <laughs> letter L um, because it was, it was just kind of a hybridized thing, and now I don't want to change the name because yeah. followers won't be able to, but my website is um, www.pedalsdesign.com, pedalspluraldesign.com. Yay! And, and I'm also on Soma General Store, so you can order online on Soma General Store. Guys, this is awesome! So you can you can
0: find Peggy in so I'm on Twitter, many places. I'm on Pinterest,
1: I'm on you know, all these Holy. places. Holy! So all right, so we will you
0: know. put all of those <laughs> tags, all the tags, we will put them up on the show notes and um, so that'll go on my website that'll go on Facebook so find, you. you'll find her Thank no you. problem
1: and come out on Saturday from 12 to 2 ok 8, 12 o'clock is when the ribbon cutting is people will be filtering in and out throughout the day but there will be live music from 12 to 2 our local musicians, it's a hybridization if you know the Stuff Brothers it'll be uh, the <gasps> Stuff Brothers ish yay, <laughs> be the yay! Brothers and some, so. we love them fantastic. okay so
0: I will see you here hopefully the 29th have a glass of wine have Saturdays. a cupcake have some treats it'll
1: be all, all wine and cupcakes people One more what do more, more do
0: you need or want in this there'll world there'll probably be cheese involved too. <laughs> and <laughs> cheese for Mom, okay thank you so much of course thank you we are wrapping up and guys check me out on Facebook and Instagram and Facebook for all the information about this episode and so much more And we're out. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation. And I hope that you're able to join us on September 29th from 12 to 2 at Peggy's store on Springfield Avenue. It's going to be a great ribbon cutting ceremony with music and lots of neighbors and community members coming out to celebrate Lotus Petal's floral design. And it's newest membership to the Springfield Avenue community. So come on out and join us. And then also on Saturday is the Olafest, Fest, which is at the Woodland. It's from 12 to six. And it also sounds like an incredible family event with music and dancing and lots of fun. So I hope to see you there. On Sunday, the Woodland is also going to have the Home Resource Show. It's from one to four and there are going to be a plethora of home design experts that can give you tips and ideas and are showcasing their work. It seems like it's gonna be an incredible event. I know that I'm buying my ticket, so I can attend and I hope to see you there. I will have a little link to it or a reposting on my Instagram about it. And it would be great for you to attend and support more local business people in South Orange and Maplewood. Next week is gigantic. Holy moly, all of the events. So the Coalition on Race has an event about integration on October 2nd. SOMA Cares About Schools is hosting the first debate. That's going to be at the Maplewood Library at 6.30 on Wednesday, October 3rd. So definitely come out. It's the first debate with our school board candidates and I think it's gonna be a really incredible conversation um, and we're gonna get to learn more about the candidates. And then from Thursday, Springfield Avenue Partnership is hosting the craft beer tasting in the parking lot where the wine barrel is and that's from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. You can get tickets online So definitely check out that event. I'll have links to it again on Facebook. But if you look it up, you can find it. Uh, There are a lot of wonderful sponsors, CKO Kickboxing, Wine Barrel, Wooly Home, Cornbread, and Stainfield Studios. So please support and come out and meet our local business owners on Springfield Avenue. And lastly, an event that I'm just super excited about as well is oktoberfest on october 6th from 12 to 8 pm soma brewing company is going to be having an Oktoberfest at the woodland again this just sounds like a great family event it's part during the day and it's part at night so please come out and join us i hear that soma brewing company beer is phenomenal and Let's celebrate these entrepreneurs that are just kicking butt and taking names by already making such a name for themselves in such a short time working in the community and bringing us this amazing product. So that's all for this week. Thank you again for checking me out at Facebook, Instagram, at Sip In Soma and listening to my podcasts. All of the episodes are up on Every place where you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, just to name a few. I love engaging and talking to you. Stay tuned. I'm working with some social media amazing gurus who are teaching me how to just do more with um, what I've got and connecting more with you and the community. So... Stay tuned for more awesome, adventurous fun with Sip and Soma. Thank you again. And I'm out.